Hey everyone, I uh, hope you're doing well. Welcome into the Sunday edition of Redeemed for More. Um, I hope you have had a great Sunday so far and I hope that you've been able to take advantage of listening or watching or um, however you take in church these days. I know for me it's still virtual, um, but I, I hope you were able to take advantage of that uh, wherever you live or, or um, even if you, you know you listen to somewhere that isn't a church that's nearby you. I, I just think that it's um, this probably sounds rehearsed by now, you know, I've, I've said this every Sunday, but I think that it's just, I know what church and, and being a part of fellowship and being a part of a community has done for me, and I've been able to be a part of an amazing church here um, in the Durham area for um, my two years that I've spent um, here at Duke, and, and I just think that, you know, I don't want it to sound rehearsed, I don't want it to sound like um, cliche or anything, but I, I just... I, I love what my church has done for me, um, and I love being able to hear the way that God uses um, my pastor and um, all the prayer teams and the elders and, and just even just regular members like me, and it's been an amazing thing for me. So um, again, I don't want this to sound rehearsed, but if, if you hear this and you've been thinking about um, getting plugged into a church, or even if you haven't been thinking about it, but you think that that sounds like something that, that you're interested in, I'd love to, to talk to you, um, whether it's about my church, whether it's about a church in your area, whether it's about what it's even like to go to church for the first time, what it means to be plugged in. Um, if you're feeling uh, discouraged or if you're feeling um, ashamed that you haven't been or, or you feel a little afraid, you know, to go for the first time, um, I would love to talk to you about that. And, and I pray that God gives you the courage to to reach out or even use the um, anonymous prayer request link. Um, I would love to pray for you because um, as much as I say it every week, I don't want it to sound like something that I'm just, you know, checking off a box. I really want it to mean something. And I know that um, in the past, you know, I've neglected my um my going to church whenever I was an undergrad for a while I, it just wasn't something that I made it a priority um, and and I know that the power um, the power of, of God can be revealed through um, a lot of people and a lot of church and it's not everything it's not the last thing you know but it is something and it's something that God wants just to take uh, take part in so um, I just hope that, that that's something that that you're able to do and if not I'd love to talk to you about it um, uh, and one more thing before I jump into um, the message for today, um, I came out here on campus to get some work done and it is way too hot to move out of the shade right now. So I know um, the, the video, um, the light and the video isn't the greatest. My face looks pretty dark on the screen right now, but um, just have to bear with me because I'm already sweating and I don't want to sweat more. So um, probably wasn't my greatest choice to come out here, but I needed to get out of my apartment. So sorry about that. Um, so I'll just go ahead and, and dive right in. So today um, I read in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 10. And so I'll go ahead and share my screen as I normally do, and we'll jump right into it. So Hebrews chapter 11, uh, I'll start in verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts. And through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found, because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he, reward, that he rewards those who seek him. By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world and became an heir of righteousness that comes by faith. 
By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. Go ahead and stop sharing here. Um, but I just want to share something personal about um, that before I, I dive into some of the specific verses um, and whatever uh, what what God has said to me through it. Um, the first time that I remember reading through this, um, or at least you know maybe I, I read through it before, but really you know can remember um, thinking about it um, was back in high school. Whenever I lived in Tennessee, still, and I was attending Life Point Church, I remember. Uh, we went through Hebrews 11 uh, one night um, on a Wednesday service. I can't remember exactly who was was preaching, um, but I, I have it written down here in my my, uh, my my Bible, and I always remember that whoever it was that night called Hebrews chapter 11 the Hall of Faith, and I always thought that was cool. You know, having a sports background, you know, you always think of, like, the Hall of Fame and things like that, and I thought this was cool, uh, just a cool um, way to call uh Hebrews 11, the Hall of Faith, because, you know, as, as you just heard, um, it talks about Abel, and it talks about Enoch, and it talks about Abraham, and it talks about Noah, and it talks about all these people that we read about in Scripture, and the way that God was able to use them, um, and, 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 and give them uh, faith in order to glorify Him, and in order to hold strong to the things that He promises, looking forward to um, those things rather than the things of the world. Um, but, uh, you know, it's also interesting to think about the way that I thought about it then, which I can still remember versus the way that I think about it now. Um, and, and I think that that's an important thing that I want to share with you all because um, I can still remember, you know, as a high school kid who, um, you know, I, I believe and I, I still believe that I had a good head on my shoulders and, you know, I tried to do things right. Um, and it's not like I was, you know, attempting to read God's word in this way. It's just that it's inherent in me and it's inherent in all of us. Um, I read that and I, my takeaway from it, um, just being completely transparent with you all is that, you know, I want that to be me. I want to, you know, whenever I die, whenever I leave this earth, whenever I'm, you know, whenever I look back on my life 50 years from now, I want to be the one that is written about. I want to be the one that, um, people are able to say, um, wow, like, look at him, look at the way that he lived a life for God. Like, look at, look at all the things that he did. Um, and, and, you know, in essence, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because I do believe that, that God is yeah, calling his believers especially um, to to be a light and to be an example and to be a reflection of his love um, and his grace and, and, and his heart overall, especially to non-believers because that's their example of, of Christ on earth. We are his hands and feet. We are the body of Christ and we should be living out that way so that they look at us and they say, wow, how are you able to live that way? How are you able to get through that circumstance? How are you able to still have hope right now? Um, how are you able to be patient? How are you able to endure? All of those things are, are, are things that we are supposed to live out through the power of Christ, with the power of Christ in us, so that um, others may look at us and be like, where does that come from? Where does that power come from? Because we are no different from them other than we have God in us. And I'm speaking again for believers um, right now. But so, you know, whenever you don't consider the context, I don't think that what I was thinking was a bad thing. But I do think that... Um, one of the things that I missed and one of the things that God has really spoken to me now, you know, when I come back and visit it many years later, whatever, six, seven, eight years later, is um, that even though this is the Hall of Faith and even though this is, you know, God um, using these people uh, to reveal something to us about their faith um, and the way that we are called to have faith, it's not about them. 
because it's something that I had to take, I, I needed back then, and I now have been able to, through the grace of God and through the power of God in me, is, is to be able to say, take a step back and say, okay, well, where did that faith come from? How were they able to do those things? Because as, as, as much as we read about Abraham and Noah and, and Enoch and, and Abel and all the other various examples of people who um, lived a faithful life to, to Christ and did amazing things for Christ, they were ordinary people just like us. They were ordinary, they were ordinary men just like me. Um, and the only way that they were able to have that faith in order to accomplish those things and be able to be written out about in a book now as an example of faith is through the power of Christ because that faith could not come without Christ. Um, and, and I just think that that's an important thing to remember um, because I, I do, like I said, I really love calling it the Hall of Faith because it's awesome. And, you know, like still at the end of my, my days, I hope to be able to be called home and, 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 and God look at me and say, you know, you, you, you did well, you know, I'm pleased with your life, I'm pleased with the faith that you've shown to me, I'm pleased with the way that people were able to look upon you and see me. Um, but, you know, that should be with me on my hands and hands and knees on my face, you know, because I know I wasn't able to do those things without Christ. Um, and, and so I think that important thing to remember as, as you hear this message or as you read through this on your own is just to remember that it's not about, God is highlighting these people not because they are great people, it's because they through the faith that he gave them, was able to glorify, turn around and use that faith that they received from God to glorify God. And I think that's the beautiful thing about all of this and not just this scripture in general, but one of the things that humbles me most um, and is so powerful to me most is whenever I'm feeling prideful, um, I love to think about the fact that, you know, God doesn't need us to do anything. You know, he literally doesn't need us to do anything, but he chooses to use us to do things. So it, it's kind of like a roundabout way but he, he, he's, he loves us so much that he's chosen us to come on this earth, even though we are sinful people and opposed to him by nature. Give us tools, give us gifts, give, give us him, give us his spirit, give us, his, give us this faith to then turn around and glorify him whenever he doesn't need us to glorify him, but he chooses us to. And I think that's one that's so humbling because we aren't needed at all. <laughs> we, we aren't. Um, but at the same time, he, it, it's also, you know, it, it doesn't, like sink me down and say wow like well then what am I even here for instead um I, I think about the the latter half of what I was saying that he loves us so much that he he chooses to do that and if, if that doesn't send you running back to him and say father you know all I need is you all I want is you then um I, I'm not really sure but I, that's how I feel and so it's it's very humbling which is a good thing um uh, because it's it's the way that I should be living in, in humility but also um it, it's it's just an amazing powerful thing to think about and, and sends me back to to God every time whenever um, I need that reminder um, and so uh, I, I just wanted to that, that was kind of an overarching theme of the whole um, the, the whole 10 verses that I read um, and I promise I'll get into specific um, scripture in a second here but the other thing that um, is in my Bible that I wrote down back on that day whenever it was whenever I was in high school and we went through this the first time is um, if, if, if you think about it as I was reading and it was talking about Abraham or it was talking about Noah or whoever, it said, by faith, comma, blah, blah, blah. You know, by faith, they did this. By faith, they were able to do this. And I, I wrote down, and I'm sure this is something that was mentioned in the scripture, so I don't want to take credit for it, but uh, not in the scripture, but in the, in the sermon that night, is um, let everything that you do be able to say by faith for it, uh, or before it. Let everything that you do be able to say by faith, Kenny did this. By faith, I did blank. Um, and I think that that is a really, really um, powerful thing to think back about now also, because, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, um, 
and again, I'm only able to speak for myself here, so I'm not standing up on this self-righteous podium saying like, if you think about yourself and think about the things that you've done, that's not how I'm, I'm trying to do this at all. I'm just trying to, to um, illuminate what God has said and what God has done in my life through my failings. And so um, whenever I say this up and I say we, when I bring this up and I say we, I know it's because I, I know several people who struggle with this as well, but I'm not trying to specifically call you out because I don't have that authority. Um, uh, I just wanted to mention that again. But, you know, think about the things that, that we do and, and think about, can we really say that we did that because of faith or by faith? Or, or is it more likely that it was by fear? Or is it more likely to be because you want it to be safe? Or was it more for confirmation or for assurance or reassurance? Or was it to feel good? Think about how many things we do in our life, the decisions that we make in our life. Think about how many of them are, are really um, by faith. Um, by faith, Kenny did this. Or um, by faith, you know, insert your name here, did this. And I think that if we were able to look at more of our actions in that way, um, then we'd be living more of a Christ-called life and a Christ-centered life and the life that, you know, God has put us here to live, um, that purposeful life that we are here for, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, we are here for a reason, we're here for a purpose, and that purpose is, is very, um, very, um, it, it's, it's defined um, very nicely for us in Scripture, and so that's why I just, everything needs to be tied back to Scripture. Um, and so just to close, um, I think that a specific example from, from these set of verses that goes along with what I was just saying is uh, in verse 10. Um, and one second, I'm on the wrong page. Actually, I'll go ahead and start. I'll read straight from um, verse 8 again because it's all about Abraham, the, the point that I want to make here. Um, so starting verse 8 through verse 10. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And when he went out, not knowing where he was going, Oh, sorry, and he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. And so there are two very, um, very, really, really cool, really magnifying things that um, I want to focus on here that, that God spoke to me through. Um, and the, the first one is at the end of verse 8, where it says, he went out not knowing where he was going. Um, and, and the way that he was able to do that is because of verse 10, where it says, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. And so when I go back to what I was just saying a minute ago, where I say, you know, by faith, or was it by faith that you did this? Or was it by fear? Or was it by, um, uh, uh, for, for your own personal safety or for to hold on to the, your belongings or whatever reason that you do um, something for. The only reason that Abraham is able to do these things is because, because of the faith that he had. He, it, it very clearly says he had no idea where he was going. And so I think about in my own life, if I, if I don't have an idea what comes next, or if I don't know um, or where God's trying to lead me, or if I feel like, you know, I'm all alone, even though I'm not, you know, sometimes we feel that way, like, God, what are you doing? Where are you taking me? Like, I, I was trying to do this, and that went away, and like, not, now what? Um, and I think that um, the only way that, that we are able to, um, to move forward in that unsure time is because of God, but really it's because of our looking ahead. Um, uh, and verse 10 says it perfectly. It says that, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. And I think that, um, 
you know, if, if, if we were looking forward, if we were looking ahead, if all of the things that we were doing in this life were because of our next life, our eternal life, our life that's going to be much longer than this vapor um, that, that we call earth and we call our worldly life, if, if that's what our mind was set on and not achieving our goals here and achieving our dreams here and achieving everything that we want here, and I say we, and, I, and if, I, if I was writing, I would bold and italicize and underline that because it's about us rather than about God and what he wants. It's about what we want. Um, I think that a lot of our you know, if we had that, um, what it, what he said, what God says Abraham has, where he was looking ahead to the city that has foundation, um, meaning heaven, um, if, if that's what our, our end goal was, if that's what our mind was set on, I think a lot more of our actions would be able to be done by faith, like this um, hall of faith uh, talks about with Abraham and with Noah and with, Abra, uh, with Abel and with Enoch. Um, but, you know, I, again, speaking from my own experience, that a lot of times that's not what my mindset is. A lot of times it's like, well, I want this, so I'm going to do this for that reason. Or, um, you know, I, I want to end up here. I want, to, you know, I, I want this amount of money. I want this or whatever. And so we're doing those things for that assurance, for that safety, for because our minds are on this world and, and this life rather than the life that we know is going to be more, the life that, that we're called for, the life, the home that, you know, this isn't our home. God tells us this, this is not our home. And so if we thought about our true home, um, it's hard for us to see, um, but that's what faith is, you know. So if we could really, I think that it, all of that ties so well together to the true meaning of faith, where if you go back to verse 1, I know I'm bouncing all around here, but you all know by now that that's how my mind works. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And so it's very easy to live for something that we see because it's right in front of us every day, and that's what this world is. But we know that we're set apart from this world. We know that, that this isn't this isn't our life. We have things to do while we're here, but this isn't where what our ultimate hope should be in, and this isn't what our faith should be in because it's going to go away. There's only one city that has foundations. There's only one city that's of God. This world is created by God, but that... But, this we know that this world is going away he tells us very clearly that this world is going away so our faith the faith comes from being hopeful in the thing that we can't see yet which is our eternal life and that faith comes from believing in christ um, and believing the words he says um, that that is our eternal life that's the purposeful life that's what we should be that's what we should be living for while we're on this earth because we're trying to grow that kingdom for our future home and our eternal home and so um, I hope you were able to, to follow along with what I was saying there because I know that sometimes it doesn't even make sense to me what I say, but I just have so many thoughts going around in my mind and I think about the way that things um, interconnect and I promise they connect. Um, but if I didn't do a great job of, of uh, explaining that, then please reach out with any questions that you have or anything because I know that's on me if I didn't make it make sense. But um, I just, I, I think that there's there's so much in this short 10 verses and, and I really, um, really enjoy it. And um, I hope you all did as well. So I'll just go ahead and close us out here in prayer. Father God, uh, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we just thank you, Lord. Uh, we thank you for your word. We thank you for um, being able to safely take in your word on a daily basis. Um, something that, that not a lot of people around this earth um, can say. Lord, we thank you for, for that safety. We thank you for that assurance. And we pray that we don't use it for our own glorification, but rather for yours, Father. We pray that we don't become so consumed and encapsulated by the things of this earth and the safety and the things that make us feel good right now that, that we um, forget about our purpose and we forget about our calling and we forget about um, the reason why you put us here. Um, because once again, Father, you don't need us, but you've chosen us. And if there's, there's not much more humbling than that, but there's also not much more loving than that, Father. And, and we pray that... Um, 
that we, we remember that. And when we need a reminder of that, we pray that you give us a reminder of that because things of this earth want to pull us in all kinds of different directions. And Lord, if we're not living intentionally and living by your word um, and living for that greater day rather than today, um, we will mess up, Lord. And, and we thank you for being a merciful and gracious Father that doesn't leave us when we do, but being patient with us and enduring with us and giving us um, the tools that we need to be able to live that life that you've called us um, by relying on you. So, Father, we pray as we go forward, you continue to to put us down, but, but lift yourself up um, in whatever way that we can help advance your kingdom um, in that way, whether it's small or whether it's large, whatever gifts you've given us, Lord, let us use them to the best of our ability by drawing on your word and drawing on the power that comes from your word. Lord, we thank you and, and we ask as we go out today that your spirit guides us um, and we live a life that is glorifying to you um, and that is reflective of you. Father, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening today, um, and thanks to everyone that has been using the anonymous prayer request link. Um, please take advantage of that if you haven't already. I'd love to be able to pray for you, um, and also thank you for those of you who are listening on podcast. Um, I don't know who you are, but I'm thankful for you because I see numbers rolling in that you are listening there. So, of course, I love my um, Facebook fam as well, but it's pretty cool to see that people are using the different um, options that I'm posting. Um, right now, I'm toying with the idea of potentially creating an Instagram page for this, so if that's something that you think that... Um, you'd be interested in or, or would like to listen on or you think that um, people would be interested in that I'd love to hear that feedback but that's something that I've been thinking about recently so um, any feedback any uh, recommendations anything you'd like me to speak about anything um, please feel free to reach out um, and thank you so much for those of you who, who are listening to this right now um, I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday and I'll talk to you tomorrow thanks